I got it! When I first heard about Dave being trapped in a maze... One, two, three, four! I built a labyrinth. Can you believe it? Dave is trapped in a cardboard maze in his living room and he can't get out. Welcome to Dave Made a Minute, the podcast where a whole bunch of us are exploring the film Dave Made a Maze one minute at a time. The twist. Many of the participants have never seen the film. Some don't even know what film they're sampling. They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black. Minute 7. Gordon tries to figure out what to do about Dave's maze and Dave insists the maze is bigger on the inside. Note. Annie asks if Dave has his shoes on. Participants in this project won't notice the connection. But in minute 13, when we first see Dave alone inside the maze, he has his shoes with him, but he does not have them on. To tackle minute 7, we have Andy Nelson and Pete Wright from the Next Real Podcast. You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room, you're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy. You give me a sense of that. This doesn't make any sense. It's like a fucking cocktail party in here. Can I get a few words from you before you go? Well, hello there, everybody. This is Andy Nelson and Pete Wright from the Next Real Film Podcast and the Marvel Movie Minute. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the mystery minute-by-minute breakdown of the film Dave Made a Maze. Now, Pete, I suppose I need to make it clear to the audience that I actually have seen this movie. And so I know these minutes and I know what we're getting into. You, on the other hand, this is all new for you. What is happening here? What is happening in this movie, Andy? (laughs) What is even going on? I have no idea what is going on. It's kind of amazing. And why am I watching this movie? What What have you gotten me into? (laughs) Well, on our show, we do trailer picks every now and then. And I know that we actually picked this trailer um, back when it came out because uh, we thought it looked like a really creative movie. We must have picked this fairly recently. It, the, yeah, the movie was released August 2017. So the trailer sometime in the spring yeah. or early summer of 2017, I would guess. Now, look, I know that my memory is going, but this seems rather like an egregious failure on my part that I can't recall us ever talking about this and so this is a complete surprise to me it reminded me so much of cube but with less laser face like and horrific horrific violence but maybe i just don't know what i'm missing you don't know what you're missing that's for sure so Uh, we're supposed to talk about what's going on in this particular minute so we're talking about minute seven fairly early on in the film and in this particular minute dave is already lost in the maze we have annie his girlfriend complaining to gordon who has come over and they are both talking to dave lost in the maze and trying to figure out what the heck is going on we have annie very exasperated by her boyfriend who has built this giant cardboard maze in the living room and she doesn't even know what to make of it. And Gordon, who just seems rather uh, perplexed by the whole thing. Um, and of course, they have the the beard joke. Okay, so I look at this movie and I look at what is going on on screen because that is literally all I have to work with. And uh, first of all, Annie is frustrated and she's fantastic. I only get in the first 15 seconds of uh, my experience with her. Uh, she seems very exasperated. Their apartment looks totally normal. Uh, you know, I'm checking out little pieces on the wall and 
you know, it looks like normal. Uh, do uh, do they live together? Are we supposed to like Dave and Annie live together? Well, that's a good question. We don't exactly know from this particular minute. Now, I know if they live together or not. I don't know if should I tell you. Should I tell you? Do you want me to just give you these answers? I don't know. Am I supposed to know? Is that the thing? It it all looks like they went to uh, Pottery Barn, or uh, what's that? Uh, Pier One. This is a Pier One apartment. Is what this is. There's some there, that cat structure on the back the, looks like something straight off the wall. Those two Pier cat one. Uh, paintings back. Yeah, there. the cat yeah. paintings. Yeah, yeah, sort of the weird Egyptian cat paintings. I'll bet if you look closely, they're made of wicker of some sort. <laughs> it looks. I mean, just from the look of the minute, it looks like a house that it wouldn't just be a single guy living in there. Exactly. That, that is if true. If that helps you determine whether she okay. lives with him or totally. not. Totally. It also may explain why there is a cardboard fort in the middle of it because this feels like a guy. <laughs> who has totally given up on everything and that this cardboard fort is him regressing to a, the last place he was comfortable in his life, <laughs> which is in a cardboard fort. And things have gone horribly awry in his life to lead him here. There's uh, there's definitely a sense of a, a man who needs to complete things going on here that is <laughs> is pretty funny with this. What I, what I also love about this is the very funny question that she asks asks him early in the minute dave are you wearing shoes like completely like uh you know curious about that and his response no no of course not and then like five <laughs> seconds later the shoes come flying out uh of i presume of the maze i i think they're moving his shoes around like i think that they're trying to clean it up or something i'm not exactly sure oh. where those shoes come from i i thought that he threw them out of the maze and that was the joke that he says of course not and then realizes he's actually wearing shoes and he needs to surreptitiously get them out of the maze that would certainly make sense and there's a good the character there's good character bit in there too because then we realize that oh that, i guess that answers my question because if he were living alone he would not care about whether or not he was wearing shoes. I guess so. Right. A guy right. who builds a cardboard fort in his living room is not going to care about shoes. <laughs> He's not. Exactly. I think we're exactly. building a profile. I should join the FBI. <laughs> you really should. You're you're perfect for profiling people. I know. <laughs> but, and you've got the pile of... Well, you've got the shoes, and then you have the giant pile of origami birds lying next to the shoe rack, which yeah, is another... Yeah, how that get there? Is that part of the story? Well, we'll have to find out, won't we? Oh, Andy, you're in court. You're just impossible. <laughs> what is that all about? And what else is there? there? It's not just the origami. There's a keyboard, a lot of box. Oh, more cardboard, I guess. And a trombone. <laughs> what are you doing with a trombone? Uh, do you think he knows how to play? Or was, that, was he in band in high school? Or was that hers? Let's see. It could be hers. I don't know about that. She doesn't seem like a trombone player. She doesn't seem like it. Oh. So we've got one, two, three. It looks like four pairs of gross shoes and three pairs of nice shoes so she's been ousted it looks like from the shoe rack by net one pair and well and then his fifth pair comes flying yeah that's so, flying out yeah, yeah so, so he has got, a shoe problem is what i'm gathering he does have a, a shoe, shoe issue he's a bit of a shoe horse is that a yeah, thing? there's something well and they're like work boots so he's a yeah. working man and so he works in cardboard he's he's he works in cardboard <laughs> it makes sense he's building things right he likes to work with his hands exactly then we get this straight down shot right of her she's exasperated she's fallen on the bed and we're right over she's looking directly into the camera last we see her she's sitting down in the kitchen yeah and gordon asks for a jar which is an odd request right oh and you know why annie can i get a jar 
No, I don't. But then we cut to the shoes getting thrown on the floor and we cut to her lying in bed. And then he comes into the door with the jar now full of water, presumably. Could okay. be vodka, but uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting cut. I guess we've had a little. There's a brief moment of time has passed, so he she gave him a jar. I assumed it was a pee jar, and he's holding it like he's going to drink it. I thought that was weird. <laughs> so you and I agree that's weird. That is weird. That is weird. <laughs> it is kind of a, a, a an interesting little moment. So she's gone. She gave him a jar, went and laid down. Yeah, because she's exasperated with her boyfriend. Yeah, and Gordon went to the tap. And filled it up with water to have a drink. Is that what you usually ask for when you're asking a friend for? Can I have a, drink? a jar? Yeah. No, you ask for the water. That's why I thought it was a pee jar. If you're going to go pee in something, you want a jar. If you want a <laughs> glass of water, you just say, "Can I have a glass of water?" So maybe in in his own way, it was another attempt at him trying to find a way to get into the maze. Yes. Well, honestly, I thought it was that he was off. He he knew that his friend was a, if he's lost in this maze, he has he believes Gordon that Dave really is lost in this fantastical maze and that he is going to need to support his buddy by getting him a pee jar because if he's really lost, how's he going to pee? Right. Although one could argue if you have to get out of a cardboard maze, peeing Just on the walls peeing is probably might, a good way might to do actually it. <laughs> help you get out. <laughs> okay. Noted. All right, that wet, feels good. Wet cardboard. Let's go. <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I think that's good. But at the same time, we already have this, and, and I don't know, it feels like it's building the case that this maze, this cardboard, is something more than it looks. It is more than the sum of its parts, dare I say, because at one point there's actually steam that comes out of it. Right, right. Yeah, Gordon's Again, staring at the little doesn't steam pipe. seem like a good uh, <laughs> delivery mechanism for steam. Else everyone would be using it, Andy. <laughs> Uh, and that's going to lead to, uh, I can only imagine, enjoyable times when we discuss our later minutes and, and we get to actually see some of what's going on inside this <laughs> this maze. Okay. All right. So then we get back to that shot where Annie falls down on the bed. There's a beat. We have a moment where she's just, she's lost. She's unsure. Do I want to continue this relationship? What is going on with this guy that I love? He's an idiot, and he's now retreated into a cardboard maze, and this is what my life has become. It's it's not good. She is uh, she set her she set herself up because believe me, a guy who goes and builds a cardboard maze like this, you should have seen that coming. <laughs> it's like, is that a relationship you want to be in? Right, right. You, you were lost really... before you said I do. <laughs> You really have to question uh, question yourself. That's right. And so that's kind of how it, it ends, right? That's how our minute sort of ends, yeah. is they have this little conversation. Yes, we don't get to, well, we don't get far in that conversation. She's like, what's wrong with him? And Gordon's like, um, and that's where the minute ends. We don't get to find out what Gordon actually thinks. Is he sane? Is something actually wrong with his friend yeah, Dave? he wonders. Or, yeah. Uh, okay. Is there ever any sort of uh, uh, illicit uh, kind of affair, a relationship affair between Annie and anyone else, like I.E. Gordon in this movie? There is not. Okay. There is not. Well, that answers some questions for me. Yes, it does. I kind of thought when she <laughs> fell down on the bed and Gordon shows up in the room mm. that they both were like, oh, I know where this movie's going. Dave's now. gone. Dave's He's lost, lost in, the in maze. a cardboard maze. <laughs> Let's get it on. But there's Although none you, of that. You have to realize that Dave uh, clearly can hear everything. 
clearly. But he's lost in the maze. Can I say, can I say that is actually something that I thought was really nice uh, in this movie, just the way they handle sound. Uh, because, you know, you can hear him moving around in this banana's uh, maze, and it really felt like he was moving around inside a giant space that exists inside this small apartment or kind of house living room space. I thought that was really cool that was really well well done and uh, well and the echoes help yeah that. the echo totally to his do. voice and not to them but you can hear him moving you know it's like he moves farther away at some point and that builds a, a really compelling sense of kind of spatial mystery that i think worked very very well so uh so far i i have to tell you i th- i think i'm into it it's intriguing for sure i will say now right now we're only seeing the exterior of the maze but even so i i would say i would want to tip my hat out to the production design team because i think this is pretty fantastic trisha gum and john sumner yeah uh, with jeff white as art direction um do a really great job of kind of creating this this crazy looking living room maze that honestly if I had this without the secret labyrinth inside, but just this in my living room, my children would probably flip out. And I, I know my son would probably be trying to spend as many nights in it as possible because it would be like the perfect oh, yeah. fort. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I used to build these kinds of things. Did I ever tell you that story? I, was growing I up. don't think you had. Yeah, that. I did. And you know what I did? I built these kinds of things. I mean, not I never got lost in them because <laughs> I, would, I would use glue that was infused with gunpowder. Because we used to, my my dad used to shoot skeet, so we'd reload our own shotgun shells. So we had a ton of red dot uh, gunpowder, and you load it up in glue, and you see all the seams were built in that. And I'd take it out in the middle of the street, and I'd light it on fire like a, with a line of gunpowder in the street, and it would sizzle, and they would all it would burn up. So I feel like I'm kind of a kindred spirit today. So you would set your forts on fire? I would. I'd set them on fire. Sometimes I'd set up a camera and shoot them in all kinds of different angles. Wow, I wonder if Dave could have taken some tips from you when he built this to do you know help out I, later. Now all I can think about when I think about those memories is the fantastic sound design of Dave running <laughs> from room to room in my Mount Burning forts, <laughs> shrieking, "What did I get myself into? For the love of God, get me out of this burning cardboard torture cam- chamber, this hellscape in which I exist." Again, Pete P. That's how (laughs) the pee is going to help you put that fire out. The jar of urine. I'm I'm into it. I'm into it, Andy. I'm I can't believe we don't get to watch minute eight. No, we're moving on to some other cockamamie minute. Exactly. Exactly. But I think that was a fantastic little look at what we see in minute seven. So uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of. Dave Made a Maze, the crazy uh, a podcast where we're talking about it minute by minute without really knowing what's going on in the rest of the film. Uh, except for, except for you because you cheat. <laughs> exactly. But thank you so much and uh, sayonara. And then I could probably disarm all the traps and then we could, we could finish this maze. Who is with me? That was Andy Nelson and Pete Wright from the Next Real Podcast taking on Minute 7 of Dave Made a Maze. They will be back in Minute 24. Next time on Dave Made a Minute. We've got Chris Frayne and Rudy Thornburg of Open the Podcast Doors Howl taking on Minute 8. Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. 
Intro music is Diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place and Her Presence is Strong Here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drop Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. And check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening. As long as we're all working together, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what?